You are listening to I'm Not Tacos. I'm your host, Christy Stark. Christy Ariano Stark for my West Coast people. On this episode, we talk about traveling halfway across the country in an RV with two kids, a dog, and a husband. So welcome back, Melissa. I mean, honestly, I am probably the one that's... Right, yeah. You welcome back. Off the road. Where do I begin? Right. Off the road. I mean, so that was quite a trip. Begin. No, it was extensive. And I'm going to just say out loud, I probably bit off more than I could chew. But I feel like with trips that I do that a lot because. Go big. I'm always like, I'm always like, what if it's my last trip? Right. Yeah. Go big or go home. I mean, shit. Um, so even when I used to plan like our trips to like Vegas or having to work like the following Monday, that's just my, my, my mindset. I'm sure my supervisors would disagree. So yeah, the trip, uh, I'm trying to think here. I purposely didn't go the same route back that we went there. Yeah. Uh, just, I was like, that's boring. Gary's like, should we just stay at the same places? I'm like, boring. Um, so essentially, our destination was Taos, New Mexico. So we left New York City. We headed for Taos. Uh, little backstory is, I'm trying to think what initially it was that we reserved for the motorhome. It was like a smaller of the options. I know that there's classes, you know, way more than that than me. Um, FYI, your mom has been in my phone book and recent calls. So we'll get into that. Oh, God, I bet. Some deep uh rv conversations so initially we rented like a small one i'm trying to think like i think it was 24 or 20 they give you like a small range mm-hmm. and the price difference from that to like the next one up was so small and insignificant for the 12 days that i was like okay we just got to get the bigger one right um and that one i think was in my mind i'm like ah, no big deal uh, I think it was 29 feet or 30 feet. So I think it went from like 24 foot to like 29 feet or 30 right. feet, whatever that difference is. Um, That's significant. Yeah. So I I basically drove, I took it upon myself just to say that I was going to drive the entire time, not really asking Gary to drive or expecting that because I've just driven those before and I felt like that was throwing someone to the wolves, right? Like, saying, right. Oh, you're you're driving part of the vacation. And they're like, I've never driven bigger than like my SUV, right? Well, yeah, and that shit can get stressful. Yeah, it's like very stressful. You literally have this big weight mm-hmm. behind like the gas and like brake that is not the same brake like in your car, right? You're, it's yeah. like, Meh. you're like, no, that's not the same. It's a house on wheels. <laughs> no, it literally is. So I really just had it in my mind, like I'm driving the entire time because I can't. I didn't expect him to even know what how to begin to even drive with something right. like that. Um. So I did. I drove basically the entire time. There was one time 
I'm trying to think at the very, very end of the trip. I think the last day actually that we were driving not quite through maybe West Virginia or Virginia and he drove for like a few blocks, a few streetlights while I was like, I got to go pee and we don't really need to like make a stop per se. Like we don't need gas or anything. So you're just going to jump. I think right. he literally Hop like, over. jumped into the driver's seat. Yeah, exactly. I was like, it's a straightaway for like 10 miles. Well, I noticed he had a picture of himself driving. So he really maximized oh, yeah, took- that five minutes. <laughs> No, I really, I took a little picture. I was like, how are you feeling? And he was like, okay, hurry up and get over here. Like, <laughs> right. I'm ready uh, to get out. I mean, I was like stressful right there next to him. So I'm sure, cause I was like, like you said, like even the weight part and that it's a house, I feel like people disrespect those things. And I say right. that with respect for the I mean, even a semi-driver now, you're like, holy shit, right? You see someone like a double semi, you're like... Right. Yeah, no thanks. You the fucking man, right? Mm -hmm. No, thank you. You're going to live a stressful life. There you go. You know, very, very stressful. And then, uh, you know, to immediately notice the assholes of the world that are us New Yorker drivers. Right. uh, As soon as we got back into city limits was... I mean, I assumed that you honked at a few people, flipped the bird a couple of times, and yes, no, yes. I have some real. I feel like that happened a lot. That story, that those motherfuckers. No, I have, <laughs> I have a story to follow up with that. This motherfucker. All right. I'm trying to think. I don't even know where to start. There's like so much, but I wanted to get to this one part because I've been dying to talk to you, and I'm just like, oh my god, it's fucking Wednesday. So thank God you're available. Yes. Um, so our last day, oh. I wanted to stop in D.C. and see our friend. Yeah, yeah. a house. They, like, got a pool. It was, like, just exciting times. And when I mentioned it to Tony, which I was pretty sure we were going at that point or, or I wouldn't have told her, she was like, woohoo. She was, like, so excited. So we stopped there and we were only driving. I I tried not to be crazy, but we would drive like anywhere from like five to like six or seven hours a day, like spread out. We would stop, but we would try and get somewhere, you know, relatively early so the kids could play or just get tired. Um, Or we would stop in the middle and do something or stay late and do something, whatever the situation was. And that day... I basically decided that I just wanted to get back to NYC Friday night because then I could sleep in my bed and get up and return the RV and not be like rushing in the morning and trying to get here by morning, which was, right. I'm like, that's begging for a mistake. Right. So we leave our friend's house and add like an additional, I don't know, three and a half or four hours from the DC area to drive home longer than we would have like any other day. So we drive home. It's bad construction. I'm like, oh, my God. My friend writes. She's like, hey, like, how was it? You guys left like an okay hour just because it was like after like rush hour. I'm like, man, nothing's more welcoming than a DC. It's like down to like one lane traffic. Oh, God. Uh, And then it would open up like in certain areas where there was no construction back up to like the five or the six lanes. Like just like really crazy, like LA-ish. Right. So it's like construction, and at one point, we have to go through a toll booth. There's toll booths everywhere, I mean, in New York, but they're becoming more frequent as we get closer to, like, the city limits. And I proceed to 
clip a construction small pole, but that was very stationary, whether it was not in the ground, but probably, I don't know, like attached to like a cement, Mm -hmm. very sturdy type thing. And I only thing that I clip is the metal piece that holds our awning onto the RV. Oh, shit. So I clip this metal piece perfectly. I don't hit anything else on the RV. The pole's probably like one and a half inches, two inches. It's orange. It's like randomly in front of the tolls. It's like not a thing that should really be there. Um, was I obviously probably pretty close to it? Duh, I hit it. Right. But I didn't hit anything else on the RV. But I clip this piece. Well, and the awning sticks it out a little breaks. bit further. I mean, that's another like like. You got to keep in mind for like an RV, they have the kind of mirrors that they have on the semis. It's like this. And then the extended fucking mirror, right? Right. So I proceed to clip the metal piece that kind of hangs right off of it that like holds it on. Just the metal piece. The bracket that holds it on. It, It shatters the bracket. So the bracket is now hit our front passenger side mirror shatters it immediately the kids are sleeping in like the seat right next to this so it shatters the mirror gary and i are both like what the fuck (laughs) and look over and it's like loud it's like crazy loud yeah like stopped so i'm like so we were technically in maryland maryland is like this motherfucking big right uh so we get out and i'm just like i'm so relieved honestly at this point i'm like holy shit i just clipped this but I was I was sure like the whole side of the RV was fucked up. So in mm-hmm. my mind, I'm like, you are fucked, right? Not a scratch on the motorhome. Oh, lucky. Not a scratch on the motorhome. Not a scratch on no window broke. Nothing. Just like really bizarre. Again, I just had to have barely clipped this metal piece for it to just fall off. And then so imagine. We're on the side of all this construction. It is down to one lane to go through the toll. It's still down to one lane to get out of the toll. We're pulled over. And this whole fucking awning is extended out. Like we're having a fucking barbecue on the side of the 95 South headed to New York City because the front clip got clipped, piece off. So we're like barbecue status. Nice. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm going to – I have the images actually. So I'm going to send them to you right now while I have you on the phone so we can – there you go. Yeah, I want to appreciate them. Okay, here you go. I sent you one. <clears throat> okay. Holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that is crazy that there's no other damage to the body at all. Like, it looks like your motorhome grew wings to take flight. <laughs> Was there one coming out the other side too? <laughs> I told you we were having a barbecue on the 95 South in Maryland. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Um, let's see here. Toll booth in the back. Oh, she's pretty. Oh yeah. She's pretty right here. Let's see. (laughs) How far did you have to drag it before you could actually park? (laughs) It's a nice big awning. And again, that front piece, when I like clipped it and it fell before it hit the ground, it hit our mirror and shattered the mirror. Holy shit. So this goes back to my story of the New York drivers, how fucking inconsiderate and rude assholes they are. Okay. So I feel like, well, first of all, unless you've driven anything bigger like that, you just don't really have a respect for right. semis or any kind of driver that like has to get in and out of traffic, especially if you're in New York, you're like, go fuck yourself. Um, 
So I had no right-hand mirror. So the next day, Gary and the kids, they have to come pick me up when I'm dropping it off. But like we lose each other, whatever, we're not together. I'm blindly trying to get over, I think like once or twice to like get off and on of my exit and to just return it right here in New Jersey. And when I tell you nobody would let me in and I have like my hazards on the fucking highway and I'm like, I turn them off so I can show that I'm trying to just get over. Not one person would let me in. So I essentially, I made like an entire loop and came back like on a back road through like New Jersey instead of getting off my exit and drove with like my hazards on all the way to get back to the RV place. I was like so angry at everybody here in New York. Right. Y'all can go fuck yourselves, especially because I had driven through so many states and everybody else is so considerate. Your mom was like, holy shit. So what she ended up doing was I was freaking out because, listen, when you rent an RV, it's, uh, I mean, I could have spent that, I've spent that much money on a week in Mexico, but I just tried to spread it out. It was basically almost two weeks. Right. And where I thought we got to do some like really cool stuff with the kids and stuff that who knows if we'll be able to do that again. I don't know. Yeah. No, um, sure. So I tried to make it economical, but when you put down a deposit on an RV and then you fully intend to get your deposit back because right, who plans on ripping off the fucking awning off the RV on the last five hours? I do. Okay. So, oh, FYI, this was like midnight. I think your mom, I, when I called her, she was like night night. And I was like, no, you need to wake up. <laughs> wake up. So she essentially just made a phone call and was making sure that I was getting charged like a decent rate essentially for the awning and not getting ripped off. Cause I was like freaking out. I was scared. I was like, Oh my God, they're going to overcharge me. Right. It's going to be more than like our fucking trip. And she was like, no, if they're doing that, you need to like say something. So she got like a realistic number for me. She legitimately called like her friends at the service center and sales. And they were like, all right, how long is it? And got all the details. So she sent me like a roundabout number. Mm -hmm. So again, once I get to the place, I'm like almost crying because nobody would let me over. And I was like pretty late. I was late, not like a big deal about that, but mostly that I was like so stressed out about traffic. And they were entirely awesome. And they quoted me in my eyes is what I would see as cost. Like, your mom was like right on as to what it would cost, right? Like a service center to like bill out someone and they charge me essentially that. So I just signed it and walked away. Um, so not exciting times for the money part, but I right. was a little bit like, I know that you would get this because you're a part of me. Um, but I was like secretly laughing I know that that's like weird, but not like laughing like, oh my God, I'm so glad I just spent X amount of money that I could fucking shoot myself for. But Mm -hmm. I was like freak laughing that I made such a big deal about the driving, but I was laughing because I would have not, I just felt like I knew that there was like shit going, that the motorhome was like so big. I was like, nobody should be driving this except me. I'm the only one with even a little bit of experience and if someone with experience of something like that happens, I can't imagine what would happen to someone that's never driven it before. Right. Like that's what I was thinking, like laughing. I'm like, 
you know what? I'm, I'm not really mad at that part of it because it could have been so much worse in my in So my will you do it again? Would you? Do I would it definitely again? drive a motorhome again. Yeah. Just get a little shorter one? Like, uh, no, I mean, honestly, I just feel like the whole thing was kind of a freak accident. Like, I think Gary even took a f- video of the toll that we had to drive through. And what's unfortunate is there was two lanes, but they had a divider like before the toll, like a literal divider. Mm-hmm. So when it got to the toll, you couldn't switch lanes right before the toll. It was like you were right. already in your place. But I noticed after I was sitting there, I was like, oh my God, while we waited for the tow people at like fucking midnight, um, that the one that was on the other side, the semis didn't, it didn't even have like a whole nother side. So it was like this big open toll. And the one that I went through was like this restricted right. car toll. Like I went through like the tiniest fucking hole possible. I was like, oh me, I want to try. Right. No. Hold my beer. Um, <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> that was like, oh, my 12th day. Let me show you how it's done. No, I actually wasn't feeling like that at all. I was like, we're so close. Like I was too far ahead of myself already. I was like, rolling in strong, coming in hot, coming in hot. Good story. Oh, did I ever? Oh, God. I started it though. Like I was thinking when you said like you ripped it off that it was still going to be like all, you know, just in the bar that it rolls up in. So you'd knock the front end off. It really adds to it that the awning then extended out completely. <laughs> and we were barbecue status at midnight. Like we were throwing a motherfucking rave out there on the I-95 uh, South. Okay. Like I couldn't have found a busier highway on the East Coast, honestly, that runs the East Coast line. Right. Well, you live, you learn. If what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, then you know, these are the, the things that and you really know, build character and you know. And you know what's funny is like the whole trip, whenever we would see like semis, I think we saw like a car that was like overheating, like it was on fire. We were just like, oh my God, just, and we were talking about like when you have a car that's not working, you know, great or lights are going on, like how stressful car problems are. So mm-hmm. I was like, man, that's why I've just ended up leasing. Like we totally had talked about it. So I was, again, <laughs> I just feel like, I don't know what's wrong with my brain. Like I was chuckling, like laughing in the RV, I'm like, there's cars passing us that are thinking that same thing. Like, oh my God, dude, the fucking RV has a shit extended out there. Like, (laughs) what the fuck happened to them? Like, they sideswiped something and all their shit's out. Like, Well, the way it looked, I'm sure everybody just thought that you had the awning extended and forgot to, you know, like put it back in the stored position. Fix it. Right. That's just what it looks like from that picture is that like, oh shit, you must have like had it extended and it hit something and ripped off. Right. No, the so. guy really like made me laugh. He had such a funny sense of humor. He was like, yeah, no, definitely never seen anything like this before. Never. Mm-mm. Oh, shit. Uh, it was awesome. hilarious. We had some other stuff. I'm trying to think. So we went through 14 states in 12 days. That's awesome. Um, All states that I pretty much hadn't driven through at all, like Kentucky, West Virginia, Virginia, um, Ohio, Illinois, Indiana, uh, Oklahoma is like all windmills. See, you should get like a little that. map and like mark, you know, wh- all the no, states you guys have been to. I got, I'm, I actually found this one. I haven't ordered it yet because I wanted to look at a couple others, but it's really big and it's mm-hmm. an outline of all the states, but then you put a picture of like you guys in the state in each state. Oh, that's cool. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so, and then I wanted to get like a map that I found that's for your table of the United States. And I wanted to have Tony color, like what we went through. It was a lot. It was fast, yeah. obviously. Uh, how many stations felt, like, did you post- stay the night in? Um, because I'm sure so some I'm states were think, just drive right. straight through. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was some that we were like, bye-bye Connecticut. Here. <laughs> no, right. Oh my God. Um, geez. So we stayed in like seven, no, eight different states. Cause I'm trying to think seven different states. Uh, we stayed in Kentucky. Kentucky was, I really liked Kentucky actually. And everyone was very nice, like yeah. overly, like, uh, it just makes you think about like, I was there like trying to do like business stuff too. And their customer service was just over the top. So when you're in New York, I feel like hard to come by right. or, uh, yeah, just not as extreme. So right. for instance, we got to our place kind of late in Kentucky. The sun was not quite going down, but we kind of run around a little bit like right when we get there and our site didn't have a fire ring for in layman terms, there was nowhere to make a fire. You have to have a designated fire ring to make a fire. And we didn't have one. Uh, so we run up to like the little place, the little check-in place, uh, lodge and was, you know, just kind of ask the lady. They were like closing up and leaving everything for the people that were coming in late. And she's like, man, we kind of just move them around all the sites. Your site doesn't have one. And Tony was like, no, that means we can't make a fire. And she's like, you know what? What site are you at? And she asked Tony her site number and she's like, well, I'm going to go find one and I'll bring it to you guys, but just give me a little while. And Tony was like, all right. So, and I just feel like, exactly. I just feel like, um, you know, it's like so country and like right. sweet and nice. I just think in general, like all the States are so different. Wait a minute. Like Vegas, nothing is like that. Speaking of Vegas, we had some Facebook memories pop up. It was 12 years ago this week that we were in Vegas when that was when, was that the trip when you met Gary? Um, no, so let me think here. Uh, that actually was another trip that we just went on. I met him Memorial Day. Yeah, but we, right. to, we went again with like Caitlin. Like, a few, yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Good times. Yep. Oh my gosh. I like got sucked into a machine. Remember, like we're all doing shit and like she's just there for like 17 hours straight. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that always happens to the, the most random people. Right. Like, yeah, I wouldn't see her right. being that the one. You'll have like this one. No, me neither. Um, but I feel like that definitely has happened to more than one person in my life where you're like, oh, <laughs> someone just need, went like a little intervention band. here <laughs> right. at, with your credit cards and your debit cards. You're going to need to hand those over, even though we're not that close. You're going to need to give me your shit because you're going broke right. in my presence. Help me help you. Okay. On our next episode, you guys will hear Gary's perspective on the RV trip as he chats with Melissa. This podcast is sponsored by Stark Standard. We like our business like we like our coffee. Stark Strong.